Welcome to another edition of In a World Podcast, a podcast where we watch terrible films for you. Not, I mean, like bomb films. It's not all terrible. Um, today is kind of a weird episode. We're not recording with at producer Adam today because he's getting married, guys. Um, if you got like. Give a shout out for him. He he's getting married. This is the reason why we're doing kind of a pirate episode without him. Actually, it's kind of special because it's my boyfriend who's recording us um, in our garage today, and he's off mic because he is just a sound engineer, not like Adam. Not to shit on Adam or anything because we love him. But anyways, today is no different. The format's the same. Um, we have a special guest in today. He is a friend. He is, uh, he also has a special part of this show because he made the music for our show. His name is James Cortez, or better known as Jay Kraken. Jay Kraken. (laughs) We we just call you Jay. Yeah, everyone, everyone calls me Jay. Yeah, Yeah. it's fine. Um, anyways, and the movie today we're doing is Final Fantasy, The Spirit Within, Spirits Within, 2001. Made in 2001. It was, I've never heard of this film before. How, wait, so do you have a special connection to it or anything? So, um, I do actually, well, for one, I guess I should preface this by saying that I'm, um, I'm a pretty big Final Fantasy fan, so... Uh-huh. Uh, when you approached me with this this movie in mind, I was I was pretty hyped, and I remember seeing the trailers for this back when I was a kid. I want to say it was two thousand, because um, the film dropped in t- uh, two thousand one. Yes. So I remember seeing trailers for it, and you know, having been a Final Fantasy fan growing up, I was like really hyped. And then I saw the when I saw the commercial, I'm like, these aren't any of the characters that I was accustomed to, you uh-huh. know. So. It was very interesting, but I was still hyped to see it nonetheless. So, I mean, I have a very tertiary relationship. Like, very, like, I know very little about Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. This movie had nothing to do with what I knew at all. So, I was very confused when, when I was watching it. That's completely understandable. Because <laughs> I think Cloud is a character. So, Cloud is one of the most famous. And iconic Final Fantasy characters, and really popularized the series during the the nineties. And in the film, obviously, he's nowhere to be seen. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what world we're on. I, so the spirits within, I, I believe, takes place. Well, it takes place on Earth. Right? Yeah. Um, most Final Fantasy games are they take place in like a fictional Earth. Like it's not the Earth that we know it, but like a different, like mm-hmm. a different thing. But. Um, yeah, that uh, spirits within definitely took place because there's uh, you know Tucson, New York City, all uh-huh, these locations. Yeah. So, so weird. Um, okay, so a little background on the film. It was directed by Hiro Nobu. That's his name. Uh, Saka Gucci. That's I think that's his name. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And then it was also uh, co-directed with uh, Moto Nari Saka 
Kibara. I'm sorry, Japanese people. <laughs> Trust me, I'm an Asian person, but I can't pronounce any Japanese names. I'm sorry. Um, but Hironobu is the creator of the Final Fantasy series of games, and he has no other film credits. Wow, I had no idea. Well, that I saw. I might be wrong. Like, a bunch of weebs would probably, like... This is this is the director we're talking about, the guy yeah. who directed the movie? Oh, wow. And created the games. Oh, oh, so he has the game credits. Okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, Mononori, um, they directed a couple of things throughout the years. Most recently, okay. they directed Pokemon the movie Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Wait, uh, we're not talking about, this is different than Pokemon the first movie? Yeah, this is a new movie oh, this that's is coming a new out one. this okay, year. I was going to say, man, if he directed that one too, that one was a banger. I yeah. really like that one. Well, po- a Pokemon. Kid. The first movie? Yeah, yeah the first movie. That was the movie. one that everyone in the 90s grew up with. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching that in theaters. And then afterwards, I was like, I think I'm too old for Pokemon really? now. <laughs> I, I like that one just because they gave you Pokemon cards at the uh, at the theater. So, uh, yeah. um, so the movie stars Ming-Na Wen, famously the voice of Mulan. No other credits. No, I'm just kidding. She's in... Um, uh, Agents of Shield currently. Yeah, that's, that's right. Um, and Alec Baldwin. I was surprised. You uh, wait. You saw this film before, though. I right? did. I, it was a long time ago. I, I can't have been older than. Um, I was probably eleven or twelve when I saw it. So not even old enough to appreciate uh, the film, let alone like the voice actors mm-hmm. behind it. But um, that that was surprising when I when I heard his voice. I'm like, this is this sounds very familiar. Um, and he's famously part of the Baldwin acting brothers. Indeed. <laughs> um, so the movie box off or the budget for it was $137 million. It's one of the most expensive animated films. Uh, do you want to guess the box office for it? Uh, well, it bombed, right? Yes. So I want to say, I'll, I'll say 65-70 mil. Whoa. You undershot it because it was eighty-five point okay, one well, million. Good for the good for her spirits within. That's rad. I'm glad it did better than I, I thought it did. Yeah, it's still half of what they paid Indeed. for it, right? but that is so crazy. But it also, I think, it was one of the movies that killed Square Pictures. Oh, the um, the, the production. That yeah. Oh, yikes! Yeah, that's a yikes. Uh, another one bites the dust, I guess. Um, so. Now we get into the pitches. My pitch for this film to fix it is that... So it's the lead character... um, What's her name? Aki. Aki Aki, is a doctor. And she's like... I don't know. She is the most boring doctor of all (laughs) characters um, in a sci-fi world. So my my pitch is that uh, the doctor and a small group of renegade... Uh, mercenary people have to like go around earth researching and they figure out like they know up top that these are ghosts yeah yeah yeah. Um, and they're trying to figure out how like how can like aliens be ghosts at the same time yeah and then like in that they had to try to figure out how to get rid of them and then they stumble upon the eight spirits spirits. that they need and then so Throughout the whole movie, they're searching for these eight spirits instead yeah. of just having him already. Yeah. Which makes it more exciting because then you get to travel around the earth and have more world building. Yeah, I guess. And, you, and you kind of see that if, if 
you went that route, you'd see like the progression because they kind of drop you in like the middle of it. They're yeah. like, oh, by the way, we have six or six or five spirits yeah, already. I was already. like, oh, that's yeah. cool. So yeah, yeah, this movie's useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my pitch. Sticking to it. What is your pitch, Jay? So I mean, if I were to fix it as a Final Fantasy fan, I think I would have. I, I don't know. I. If this were a move to maybe you know uh, you know bring it up in the box office right just mm-hmm. to make it more successful, I think I would have really tried to push it towards the Final Fantasy fan base and I guess build the world uh, and the universe that the, the film exists in uh, a lot closer to what fans of Final Fantasy would expect um, and obviously the the movie is trying to cater to a United States audience. I don't mm-hmm. think I think it was. Um, uh, created specifically for a United States audience or like yeah. an American audience, um, so you, you know, with that in mind, obviously they have they have to. Um, so basically, you're saying it. for this movie, you would like to see Cloud. Uh, doing yeah, that was, this that was, shit. They, should, they legit should have just made Final Fantasy VII the movie instead instead of this because you know it's the like you you mentioned Aki the Doctor. She's mm-hmm. kind of like an anomaly. Like you mm-hmm. you don't really know who she is. Like, We'll get into that when we like get into the movie. Sure. But so to like consolidate, your pitch is just make it Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> make Final Fantasy VII, or at least like bring a lot of the. Um, I mean, there are like um, there are motifs from the Final Fantasy series, but it it largely feels like a like a fantasy movie with the Final Fantasy name slapped on. Mm, it. That's yeah. kind of what it feels like. So that makes sense. Um, anyways, so now we get into the film. Open on a desert, dry-ass landscape. <laughs> and we don't know where the hell we are. Yeah. Then we come upon an eye of a woman starting at uh, staring at something. It turns out it's the sun? I think she's staring at? I, I was really disoriented in that beginning scene, too. So. <laughs> and she backs up and steps on something, then looks down to... Where she's like on water and it's like rippling effect. Yeah, that's right. And there's like a bug there too. I yeah, I think or so. Some sort of there's something is there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the landscape shakes and she and she wakes up after that. That yes. was all a dream. Yes. No voiceover. Nothing to explain no what context, we were watching. Just, oh, that was a dream. It was very Japanese. Like it's just like you gotta accept this right yeah, now. Just go with it. <laughs> If they were going to make it for an American audience, maybe, like, I don't know, have a consultant or something. Exactly. Um, so she's, like, she wakes up in this kind of, like, robotic machine thing. Yes. Which is a spacecraft outside of the orbit of Earth or Earth, their version of Earth. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, okay, so sh- is she alone? What is she like? Is she like the last person? Alive? Yeah. Like, what's going? What's happening with Earth? Like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> um. And then she kind of ha- there's like this voiceover giving kind of a background of what happened to Earth. Yeah. The people are on a different like on in like um barrier cities throughout like Earth in the and then the planet is a dangerous place and stuff and her she claims that her dreams are the key. Yeah, that was uh it's just a lot of um 
a lot of information, like trying trying to set the uh, set the stage, I guess. But it was it, it was, was like useless information. Though, yeah, I, I just felt disoriented yeah. at the beginning. I was like, whoa, this is a lot of stuff happening. Here. Yeah. Um. So we land. So like she, I guess her ship lands into old New York City, mm-hmm. and then she, her, we don't know her name yet. She hasn't like introduced herself very well, and. The woman's like ship lands there and she's scanning the area and she shoots a weird screaming ray gun. It sounds like it's screaming. Oh, the sound effect? Yeah, yeah it kind of does now that I think of it. Into the air and then it, like all this stuff disperses. It's like uh, sparks. Yeah, I and I wasn't sure what, what that was supposed to do, but I guess it's supposed to illuminate illuminate the area. More mm-hmm. like a spark gun or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like, and then, so the sparks get absorbed into like these, these creatures that are yeah. invisible or something. And then, like in retrospect, at this point, I'm like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> How could you not know these are fucking ghosts? They're invisible. Yeah. Like there was just like so many like little clues where you're like, these people are idiots. Yeah. Like why do I care? I just I just didn't know if, if the intent of like her shooting that was um, to kill the ghosts or the the spirits or phantoms or trying to um, make them not because they're kind of incorporeal right or mm-hmm. corporeal however you pronounce it invisible and like when she shoots a gun it, it kind of illuminates them um, and you know just just looking back like taking step ten steps back and looking at it from you know, like the two the early two thousands. I I imagine that for people watching it, everyone's still pretty blown away by yeah. the spectacle, and they're like, "Whoa, look at all these like little bits of um, it looks like fireworks almost uh-huh. when she shoots it off." And it's uh, you know, by by today's standards, it looks pretty dated. So <laughs> it looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, you can say <laughs> it's that. It's dated. we're two thousand nineteen. <laughs> we can call it anything shit back then. Um, but so afterwards, like all of a sudden, these like. Four, um, yeah, four soldiers show up. Coming clutch. Yeah, came, came in. Saved her. And then um, they start, like, following her because they're like, you're in a quarantine area. You're not allowed to be here. And then she goes, but she's like, there's a life form on this plant, like, on this area. Like, I have to go get she's it. She's like, you can arrest me, but I'm not leaving without it. And they kind of just, like, agree. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> They're like, it's going to be one of those days. And it's like, oh, okay. So they're voiced by, so Alec Baldwin, the person that we were talking about before, uh, Bing Rames. Bing Rames. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi voiced somebody? Yeah. He was one of the soldiers. Oh, he was probably the comic relief guy. Yeah. The comic relief soldier. Yeah. That's crazy. And um, the other uh, one that we have is. Oh my god. So they kind of had they had an ensemble on here. Yeah. They oh, it was uh Perry Gilpin. I don't I'm sorry. I'm I don't familiar know who, with her. Yeah. Uh but she's the fe- she's the one female soldier oh, that they the, had. Oh, the token yeah. female homie on there. Nice. Um so they 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 follow her to this like like heat signature or whatever, the, yeah. this life form signature. Which turns out to be a plant that's just growing out of the cement of New York. Inexplicably. Just yeah. <laughs> and so they, they're they like, they are not blown away by this. Yeah. None of, only the doctor was like, 
oh, this life right here. Nobody's like having an existential crisis because yeah. they've grown up in like 30 some odd years where believing that the earth is dead. The, yeah, that's true. Uh, I believe the, the year is 2065, right? Yeah, 2065? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, like I would have been like, blo- like people should have been like fucking crying. Yeah, it's, like, it's this life. Is, yeah, it's freaking life on here. You know what's, what's interesting? I, I kind of, it, it was kind of reminiscent of the Matrix a little bit. Just like yeah. the whole dystopian yeah. future and like they, they touched land back down onto um, New York to find life. But yeah. Yeah, they're just, they're kind of not about it. They're just like, we just got to get out of here, yeah. bro. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all these life forms show up. And then I I wrote down, I was like, they get away pretty easily. There was like no real They do. Fight. There wasn't really any stakes. I thought like one of them was going to die right there in the in the beginning. But they, what's it called? The the aliens or the, the phantoms, they had tentacles that were kind of coming out of the ground. And they were kind of lazily shooting at them. Yeah. But they're like, all right, we're good. Let's pack it up. And they kind of dip. So. Yeah. So I was go. like, why were they mad in the first place? It was so easy yeah, to get out was, of there. <laughs> it's kind of an overreaction. Yeah. And then… So we're introduced to the captain of the uh, the whole crew, and his name is Gray. Yeah, the the old flame. Yeah, who <laughs> there's some romantic tension there. <laughs> who turns out to know Al Ak? What's her name? Aki. Aki. Sorry. Um, he Gray knows her, and like, and she was like pretty pissed that he was hiding her his face. Yeah, but I was like, you have a very distinct voice, so why yeah. wouldn't she know? Like, it wasn't like distorted in any way it wasn't it's it's fairly clear like um yeah uh, that that was a that was a little interesting subplot there but i guess i guess this implies the romantic tension there yeah but you know what was so funny his character design a uh, gray's character design looked exactly like ben affleck that's who it okay i was gonna say it it looks it looked familiar and my first um impression was he reminded me of the guy from Lost, uh-huh. like the I forgot his name, is the main character though. Yeah. Um, but uh, Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox. That's exact. That's who I thought it looked like. But Ben Affleck makes a lot more sense. <laughs> but if you like, I was wondering because somebody like I told them that I was I watched this film and they yeah. were like, "Oh, Ben Affleck's in that." I was like, "No, <laughs> nice. he's not in it. His character design is in it." So I wonder if they wanted Ben Affleck. Yeah, they, they just couldn't get him. On, yeah, they <laughs> so settled like, on Alec Baldwin <laughs> instead. That would that would make a lot of sense. I mean, what what movie came out? I think Pearl Harbor came out in two thousand one. Yeah. So Ben Affleck was like peaking. There. Yeah. He was like peak. So they're like, let's get someone. Let's make him look like Ben Affleck. Yeah. So probably they probably like were like hoping, but then he didn't want to sign on because yeah. the <laughs> script was not there or anything. Um. So they head back to the barrier city known as New York City. That's what it's called? Yeah. Or the barrier city? Wow. I right. don't know why they didn't just say it's new New York oh, City. Because okay. like it was old New York City. I missed that to. little detail. I thought it was just like a barrier city. Yeah. Nice. They, they, it had it in the caption. Nice. Um, there they all get scanned before entering the city. But Aki, uh, she like refused. She mm-hmm. was like, no. I'm already been like scanned or whatever. Yeah, I have clearance for this. Yeah. Um, and then, but before like, while she's getting into an argument with the like this guy who works there, like Gray starts like freaking out because he has 
an he, infection. Yeah, he has a, a fan, like a phantom. He got stabbed or something. Yeah, or something like that. He made like contact that. and yeah. he has the virus inside him. And they have, uh, they like have to treat him right away. Yeah. And then Aki, like, so she like basically treats him right there yeah, and that's, then. That's her like flex moment where she like, they're like, oh my God, you're running out of time. But then she like comes at, you know, she's like, I got it. You know, yeah. 20, like two seconds left on the clock and she like kills a virus. So yeah. It's like, oh, that she's pretty good at that, you know, she's got and skills. Just to let the listeners know, this detail never comes back. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah. infections ever again. Yeah. <laughs> but it kind of like, uh, well, it kind of comes back. Well, uh, we'll get to it. But it's, oh, it just, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah. The, but uh, we'll talk about it. Um, so, like, they save her, uh, him. And then she gets whisked away by her, uh, this old dude. And, like, at this point, I was like, so she works for some sort of government lab or something Mm -hmm. why didn't she like get sent with protection like why did she go by herself just like just snuck out yeah vigilante style like i'm gonna take this into my own hands yeah save the world (sighs) um so after she gets whisked away there's like some weird dialogue that ends with neil who's uh played by steve buscemi saying What's with her and that plant? Oh, yeah, that's right. The comic relief guy. Yeah, I <laughs> fucking hate that so much. Like, I hate it because, like, each character was like, what's with her and that guy? What's, what's with, with her, her and the and captain? That? Yeah. What's with her and that stupid plant? Yeah, it was just like, oh, God. It was like one of those, like, moments where it's like, we'll do something quippy right here. Yeah. We got to make it a little lighter because we yeah. got some tension, yeah. you know? Um, And then, again, I wrote... Why is nobody excited to see life on planet the planet? Like yeah. it was just, just like deadpan. Everyone's just giving up on Earth at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked. So, <laughs> and so in a lab, Aki and a doctor, the her mentor, like starts examining the plant. So apparently, this is what we learn at this point. So apparently, they have five other spirits, and the plant that they got is the sixth one, and. And I was like, is this a power source? Or, like, what are they trying to get at with these spirits? Um, And also, apparently, their ideas are dangerous to the small-minded people of the Barry City. That's what the old guy claims. Yeah, he was was comparing it to, like, Galileo and, like, keep— And he burns, like, his ideas or something. His little notebook that he he had when he was a kid. Yeah, and so— he, because I think he knew about her and Gray, like past, is he suggests that she stays away from him. Oh yeah, mm, for no other reason, really. He doesn't yeah. explain why. Yeah, he just says, "I was in love. I was young once." Yeah, that, that's like, his reasoning. I was young once. Basically saying, "Don't have sex yeah. ever again." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then to that, uh, Aki like responds with. There is a war going on. No one is young anymore. Yeah. You know, it's funny. After she says that, I think the scene after where there's like, um, 
uh, you know, that conference, she's she's like eyeing him and stuff. Yeah. It, you know, with all that said, she's yeah. still checking him out. So I, was like, oh, I feel okay. like that is like such a nerd thing to write about. Like a female lead. She still has a flame. Even though she's a fucking professional. She's yeah. like a doctor. <laughs> for God's sake. Trying to save the earth. And she has to have a romantic like interest. It doesn't make any sense. I guess it's 2001, so... You gotta um, have the romantic interest. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut from her leaving the older doctor to another dream. Aki stands on Earth. Then a horde of things like aliens start running af- uh, towards her. Then all these ships launch off into space. And that's the end of her dream. And then we go to that council meeting that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the f- So they were ta- like in this council meeting. They're talking about this phantom nest um in this which is in this comet that landed struck earth and then caused all this like havoc yeah killed everything on earth someone like this one guy who's voiced by james woods who's uh like a general or something he's just called the general oh yeah yeah the the stereotypical bad guy yeah Yeah, he's just you know this guy is like big bad guy energy from the get-go yeah (laughs) So he argues to nuke the source. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, like every bad guy. I like, want to blow it up. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a stereotype. Like for every bad guy, mil- bad military guy, in like late nineties, early two thousands, they always want to nuke shit. Yeah, they want to. <laughs> I don't care what it is. They just want to blow it up. Yeah. Um. So he 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 suggests that, but the old doctor argues that the laser would harm the spirit of the earth which is like so he believes so we didn't really talk about this but like the doctor believes that everything has a spirit yeah and including the earth which is called Gaia Gaia yeah and so the whole council laughs at him because he's like talking about Gaia yeah so they're kind of ridiculing him they're like did, did he say what I think you just said yeah, yeah. And so he basically backtracked because he was talking about how he burns his notebooks. He's not going to tell anybody his yeah. ideas. And then like five minutes later, he tells everybody yeah. his ideas. He's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> but not only that, but why is everybody so down on him when fucking things called phantoms are breaking habit? Yeah, at them? that point, anything is possible. Yeah. just got to go with it. Yeah. So... The doctor suggests, another, like the old man doctor suggests, another method to use the eight spirits that he's, he's been trying to collect to cancel out the waves of the phantoms. He doesn't really talk about, like, at this point, I was like, I would like a little more science. Yeah. Like, explanation. Like, why are you, and like, why do you think this? Like, what? Like led you to down this road. Yeah, the, it's gonna. I forgot what it, what the whole explanation was, but you know, it's, it's these eight. It was eight spirits, right? Mm-hmm. Eight spirits that would. This was pretty much gonna save the world at that point. Oh like, yeah, cancel out the uh, the phantom frequency or something like that. And not to be like on the side of a bad guy, the general who is so horny for this laser, he's like yeah. really wants to nuke this uh, this comet with a laser, screams, where is the proof? Oh, yeah, that that was uh, his little outburst yeah. there. Yeah. Caught me off guard. Yeah. Where's the proof? <laughs> Which I'm like, 
yeah, where is the proof? Like, yeah. what? You haven't captured any of these phantoms to test it. You haven't done any scientific shit. You're just going, like, it would have been funny if it was revealed that he was a priest in the past life because they lived through they lived through like the good earth. So they, they did, yeah. So they would maybe like, what if this guy was lying the whole time and he was a priest? Yeah, the, you're talking about the doctor, right? Yeah, Do- or Sid. Yeah, his name? his name is Sid, right? Like the old man oh, okay. doctor, her okay. mentor. I was like, what if he was just fucking lying this whole time? They they took his word on good faith. Oh yeah. So, um, Aki, then, after the outburst of the general, she reveals that she's been infected and that their method has been controlling the infection, which buys them more time. Yeah, it's like it's like quarantined insider. Yeah, which they use, like, the, one of the spirits or something. Yeah, so it's, it's like virus protection for your computer, pretty much. It doesn't... It doesn't kill the thing outright, but it just, like, keeps it quarantined. So. Ah, gotcha. Um, so, <laughs> it's so stupid. Why, why like, aren't oh. they, why isn't this in layman's terms? Like, it's just, like, it's because of this. Like, yeah. they, and then people would have to accept it or something. Yeah, I, I, that's just, that's just, like, a recurring theme. Just, you just gotta go with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, the whole thing of the movie. Uh, yeah. So, at a station, the captain tags along with, uh, Aki in this like elevator thing and it was like this part is so stupid so the captain's buddies fiddle with the oh, elevator yeah. <laughs> so that the captain could have some alone time with Aki so they're, they're trying to wingman her while she's trying to like save the world or they're trying to wingman him yeah to get at her while she's trying to save the world yeah I was like she's a fucking professional she's yeah. a fucking doctor and like this is like the weirdest and the worst way to wedge this romantic, like, like affection yeah. and stuff. The whole thing was really awkward, too, because they, they are kind of just, like, arguing with each yeah. other, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> they're, like, arguing because... So, this is where we learn their kind of, like, backstory, too. True, yeah. Where he... Like, she all of a sudden, like, up and left because they were living together. Yeah. It was... Uh, okay, so the thing is, like, she... He said that she left for the Zeus project, which was kind of confusing because that's the project that, like, nuke stuff, I think. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? So she worked with the guy? or I, I, I That was kind of convoluted to me, but... Yeah. So, yeah, so she would know how the laser would work. Yeah, that's right. Why didn't... There was, like, a storyline there, like, where she could have been saving the Earth by going to the laser to shut it off. Instead, she picked the spirit. The spirits. <laughs> yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so, after their argument, she tells him about the six spirits they already found. Then, then they almost kiss. But then the elevator just starts back up. Just conveniently starts back up. Yeah. Um, like, elsewhere, the captain gets... Like, so we cut from that to hit the captain being with uh, the general. Oh, yeah. And, like, they have this, like, kind of weird conversation about how now the captain is assigned to, like, watch or, like, escort Aki on mm-hmm. this, like, whatever mission. And um, and because the general has, like, such disdain for the phantoms, and we yeah. kind of find out why, which is... Such a stupid like wedge. Oh, like, are you talking? You're talking about where he reveals like it was, it was his family that got in San Francisco, like yeah. his, his wife and child, um, 
that yeah, I feel like that was a throwaway little uh, moment to kind of to kind of give him a little bit more humanity. It's like okay, so that's why he's doing it, but it's it's such a throwaway moment where yeah, why you don't you still don't really feel sympathetic to him? He's still kind of crazy, or yeah. at least for me. Like you could have just said kept him as a crazy person, and he just wants to be like. Uh, we are the superior beings on this earth, not them yeah. kind of thing. I don't know. It was stupid. Um, so he thinks that Aki is being manipulated by the phantom infection inside of her. Yeah. And I was right. like, that's kind of like sound-minded. I would have thought that too. It's a little like, because we've only seen phantoms being evil. Yeah. And like destroying people. And then so after... The captain, um, Grace, leaves the general and and then all of a sudden the general decides to send his men too. Yeah, that that I felt like that was kind of redundant because um, so that's what kind of threw me off when they were on the plane. They're mm-hmm. like, so you're you're with the general, right? And I was like, didn't he send Gray's men to watch her? But he sent his his own guys out there anyways. So yeah. that I feel like that was a little bit redundant. Yeah, he could have just sent his guys. And then, yeah, in the first place. He didn't have to have, like, the one person that actually cares about her to protect her. But, yeah. You know, that's, I mean, unless he was, like, trying to, like, I don't know. Sabotage Gray as well. Yeah, yeah but they never set, set that up, like, their dynamic. Do. Yeah. yeah. They, that never happens. It's kind of just, like, you know, send send the soldiers after the good general or good good captain or yeah. whatever the case is. Um, so, in another dream... Aki is in the middle of this alien war. Then the battle stops all of a sudden and she feels her chest because it's like the infection is in her chest. Yeah. And she figures out that um she figures out in this dream that her she's getting sicker. I think like that was like my interpretation of whatever that is. <sighs> See the thing is there's like so well there was a bunch of dreams and I felt like you know, as hazy as the dreams were, that's how I felt watching. I'm like, what? what's happening at this dream now? <laughs> um, but, okay, so if I remember correctly, that's the one where they're in um, Arizona or Tucson. Mm-hmm. They're, like, in the wasteland. And she collapses. And then she— Yes. Is that the one? And then he's carrying her, and he's trying to rescue her. No, no, she, no. Not yet. Oh, not, not, so not— This is not oh, it yet. Okay, it's so just her. That. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the crew lands—so um, we cut back from the dream. Mm-hmm. We, the crew lands in the wasteland because this is where Aki thinks that the the seventh oh, spirit yeah, is that's at. Right. And then there's uh, like a bunch of phantoms everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're like taking this bait that they sh- uh, send out, and like the phantoms are these huge creatures too. They're not like because. I guess the, we're first introduced to like little humanoid ones. Yeah, the, there's there's humanoid ones, but then there's ones that are like the size of like you know Godzilla or like the Cloverfield monster. They're, these are like huge that are huge monsters that are like uh, like ghost monsters, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, that are the bigger than like their ship. So. Yeah. So which a lot like so these huge monsters are taking the bait, which allows them to go looking for the seventh mm-hmm. uh, spirit. They spot, like, all of a sudden, they spot a bird just out flying about. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why isn't anybody freaking out? How yeah. did this bird survive? They, 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 hype, they also hype, like, the whole idea of, like, a living organism. There, there's actually one out there. Then, you know, a bird comes out of nowhere, and they're kind of, and she doesn't freak out. And, like, she's not like, that's the one that we're looking for. It's like, that's a bird. It must sense to life or something. I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> 
I don't like, know. It was, I it, thought people would be a lot. Well, I mean, in the movie, I thought they'd be a lot more hyped. Yeah, like they also. How did that bird survive? It eats grubs and probably fruit or something. And but it looks like a hawk, so it must eat other living things. That's true. So ah, this this movie was like making me so mad. <laughs> um. So after they spot the bird, it's not the seventh spirit. It turns out the seventh spirit is in a dead soldier's pack because there's a single-celled organism that they use in those packs. That so that was one of the weirdest. Um, it, it, I think it was a battery, right, or yeah. some sort of. The way they explained it was like it's yeah, it's a single-cell organism that powers the batteries. Like that, the way they explained it was like all too convenient. She was like, oh. It's not the bird, but it's that battery, which just so happens to be powered by uh-huh. single cell organism. Like, oh well, you know that's that's one solution to that. Yeah, it was so weird. But I, after I watched that, I was like, did what's his name? Uh, the game, the game guy who does his coming out with a new game, Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, Kojima. Yeah, Hideo did Kojima. he get that idea from that? Who knows? I'm maybe <laughs> the, if. And people go watch the trailer for Death Stranding. There's like babies in a pack or something, and it has. That's right. Yeah. That, game, that game looks twisted in an yeah. awesome way. And like it's a, Darkly, it seems beautiful. like a better version of this movie. That'd be rad. Yeah, because they have those phantom things too. Do they? I I really need to catch up on the Death Stranding. <laughs> I just know it's really dark, and it has Norman Reedus. Yeah. Norman Reedus is like the guy. Um. Yeah. This. Yeah, this movie was basically, like, I guess a blueprint of what Death Stranding is. I don't know. That would be interesting if that's the case. Yeah. You know you know what's interesting, too, um, is you brought it up. They, they have, like, this bait or the, the I can't remember what they call it exactly, but the bait for the, the spirits. But, you know, once they get, the, once they get the, the spirit that they're searching for, the bait somehow stops working. And they don't really explain that. They're kind of just like... Oh, oh that you know it's not working anymore and I thought it's because like they were sabotaged by the general guy. Oh my god, that would have yeah. been so smart. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was happening, but they never really went explain that. It just they just so happened to stop working. So right when they got the um the spirit, the other one started attacking them. So Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like they uh, like it could have been a throwaway line where they're like the Maybe. general sabotaged us or, so, or you know something like that. Or even like Maybe they know that this is we're on to them. We're they oh, know yeah. that we're getting rid of them with the seventh spirit or something. Mm-hmm. Because right now they just look like just big old animals. Yeah. <laughs> that are aliens. Um <laughs> so after the baits stop working, these thing these phantoms start like running after them. And at one point Aki like collapses. That, yeah, that's what the one I was... Yeah, and then the captain, like, carries her back, and then they fly away. But the general's men are staging a coup with them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they want to take her back into custody and arrest her because they think that uh, because of her infection, like, all these... Because of her infection, they think that all these animals are attracted to her, yeah. the phantoms and stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it was weird. When, when I watched it, I was kind of like, that's a bit excessive. Because the, the general is like, if she shows any aberrant behavior or whatever, you're to arrest her. But she just, like, collapsed. I was like, what if she's just having, like, a heart attack or yeah. something? Yeah. But they're like, she's under arrest right now. And 
I don't know. I don't know. There, there could have been like a cool thing where the infection was what, like, you know, like she couldn't control certain things. Yeah, you know? or something, something that made it more like evident that she has some sort of connection with the spirits, but that wasn't the case. I think they kind of just like assume, oh, she collapsed. She has something to do with the yeah. spirits. Like, whatever the case is. Yeah. And like, then, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, if she could, like, control, use her infection to be, yeah, like... Yeah, or at least stop them or something. Like, yeah. Like, like the, Neo and, you know, Yeah, bullets. like, was able to communicate with these phantoms that are, yeah. like, I don't know. It was just... Maybe a weird thinking too much about this yeah. stupid movie. Yeah. <laughs> For like trying Just to create something. It. Yeah. But no, that part did kind of throw me. You know, you know, one she collapses once and they're like, Oh, you're under arrest. Man. Yeah. So um they're trying to uh bring her back. And so we go into because out Aki's like collapse, we go into her dream. Mm-hmm. She sees all these aliens. It's it's basically picking up what happened at the end of her last stream she we see all these aliens just standing in front of her and like kind of in this like standstill then a blast and then a, like a mushroom cloud comes out oh yeah that's right and then all the aliens die she wakes up and then um like all of a sudden a sh- soldier just shoots her yeah, that I thought she was just dead there. Uh-huh. I, I, I would have thought the um, what's his name, Gray, would have been a lot more panicked, but yeah. he's still kind of he's chill about. It. I'm like, I guess she's not dead. Yeah, like we assume that she's fine. Yeah, I guess that kind of shocked me. He kind of shot her on like out of um, it was like an, a reaction, right? Because yeah. he, he got kind of surprised and he shot her on accident. Yeah, I don't um, know. <laughs> yeah, it would have so stupid. And then so she wakes up. Or after she gets shot, like, then Neil, who's driving the, who's uh, flying this plane, maneuvers so that a phantom goes through the ship and oh, then yeah. kills the bad uh, it steals, soldier. It sucks his soul, so, like, straight out of his body. Yeah, I was like, you guys, wait, so you guys don't, wait, <laughs> so you guys call this, them phantoms and they could grow, go through shit. And then they can hit your, like, whatever comes out of your body. Like, yeah. it looks like a soul. Yeah. And you guys are talking, like, you guys are ridiculing this doctor for talking about a spirit. Yeah. Like, it's just madness. There's just, like, so much madness going on in this story. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, weird continuity things there. Like, you, you'd think that, you know, the general would have been supportive of any other method, but nope. We just have to nuke them. Yeah, like that's that's like the only surefire method. Not even not just because like they're ghosts or spirits or anything. But we just went, we just got to nuke them. Yeah. So back in New York, the Barrier City, Aki is being examined and she's dying, especially because she got shot, um, and the infection is kind of spreading. The old doctor suggests for Gray to stay with her. To ground her spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, so he gets dosed and, like, falls asleep holding her hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then in Aki's dream, um, Gray shows up in it. And um, he, like, is just like, what? What yeah. is, what's this, happening? This is just another one of those moments where you just have to accept it as is. Because, <laughs> like, when I saw it, I'm like... How how would they have? Um, I mean, I guess it has something to do. It's implied it has something to do with the machine. But uh-huh. when he gets knocked out too, he's inexplicably in her dream. It's like how do how are they 
their consciousnessness like linked. Yeah. If that makes sense? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, if there was like. It's the power of love. It's because they're holding hands. Yeah, that's, that's it. Why. That's it. That's <laughs> the solution. It's just love. Yeah. That's the reason. Um, in r- the real world, outside of this dream, the general finds that Aki has had been recording her dreams. Yeah. Did they ever mention that prior? No. There, we oh, don't know no anything about this. Oh, like, wow. this technology. I guess maybe in the beginning when she was, like, waking up in that ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably it. Yeah, but it was so long ago. Why didn't we see this? Why weren't we reminded of this technology at yeah. the, until the, this the point? Doctor, the doctor warned her. He was like, yo, if you have anything, yeah. just delete it right now. She should have. We should have seen saw a scene of her almost deleting her dreams yeah. and then like being like no i gotta save this for yeah there would there would have been more of like a you know feeling of repercussion but you just you're just like oh yeah i forgot that happened so yeah. now they found they found it yeah <laughs> um they finally have like and then he uses this as evidence for her to be under the influence of the phantoms mm-hmm. um and and then we cut back to um the dream where gray sees the battle again it stops uh, like before. Mm-hmm. Then the explosion happens, which throws a comet into space. The comet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, I, I had no, I didn't know those were comets. I thought that they were like giant. It was like a shelf. I don't know what it was. It was like those giant, like, um, like ovals. Yeah. That, that's the worst way to describe it, but that's, that's like the only thing that comes to mind. It's, you know, I guess like the aliens' ships or their. No, their that homes. was before. Oh, that was before. Okay. Like, all of a sudden, after this explosion, like, then a, a rock gets shot up into space. Oh, okay. I remember. That's where you see the, um, like, the comet, right? Mm. That's where it's, like, hurtling through. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. I remember this one now. Yeah. Yeah. All and, these dreams are really convoluted. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. Like, it, it I would have loved to see why these aliens were at war. Yeah. It, and the dream was, so that that's another thing. Like they were fighting each other. Yeah. They weren't like really attacking her or Gray or anything. They they never really were attacking her. They were at war with each other. So yeah. it was some sort of like civil war or Yeah. I don't know. Um, so after that, Gray and Aki like wakes up. Aki finally knows what the dreams mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like perfect timing. You should have figured that out a long time ago. Um, then the general looks at a like. This is where we, what we were talking about, where we find out the general's like backstory. Oh yeah, because he looks at a picture of his wife yeah. and kid who died by phantom. And I wrote down this. There's an hour left of this movie at this point. Nice. <laughs> I felt like I was dying. This is too much. Mm-hmm. Um. And so we go to the barrier control center of yeah. the city. All the people in that um that like center get arrested by the general. Yeah. He decides to open the barrier. Okay, so that's that's what happens. So that part I that kind of flew over my head, but so he opens the barrier uh-huh. to let that's how the thing comes into the city, yeah. right? Okay. So he opens the <laughs> 
<laughs> in a quote unquote contained space to cause alarm among the like the council and the people. Yeah. Oh, so was this just because he wanted to launch a nuke so bad? Yeah. He was willing. Oh, wow. Okay. That that explains a lot. <laughs> he is the dumbest man in this movie. Like everyone's stupid, but he's the dumbest. Yeah. No, one. He's, that's pretty. Oh man, that. Because I was wondering, like, how the thing got in. Because there's a moment where he's like, what have I done? He's yeah. like, yeah, right? Yeah. Right, bro? <laughs> well, the thing is that, doesn't he know that they go through walls? Like, isn't yeah. that in some sort of report? Like, I'm pretty it sure because he's, he's a general. Yeah. And so he should be get, reading the reports from the city of, like, the foot soldiers patrolling, like, the outside. Yeah. I don't know. Like, he was so stupid. This is... I think at this point, every whoever wrote this script was like, you know, whatever. We just need we just need to give you a reason to really hate this guy, yeah. even though we just gave you a reason to possibly be sympathetic towards him. Yeah, let's just totally throw that under the bus, and you totally hate him now. Yeah, and then possibly be like, we just need something to move this along. Yeah, some plot progression. Yeah. So in prison, which is like a, these tiny holding cells with like lasers going yeah. through it. We learned, so the, I wrote this in all caps because I was so mad. We learned that the phantoms, quote, they're called phantoms, are alien ghosts. Because there's a giant, like, the reason why they figured this out is because they were like, okay, so there's giant ones and then there's human-sized ones. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, and then the whole time I was like, "No, duh, you idiots! We all know that they they were ghosts. They could go." She was like, they, "You could look at the giant ones as like whales or elephants." I'm like, "What does that have to do with?" Yeah, they still kill stuff. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so we cut back to the barrier because the general doesn't know the T. Basically, that yeah. they are ghosts and they could go through walls. And again, like he should have known this. Um, he's the most incompetent general. Yeah, he kind of dips. He yeah. Just, he just leaves his men there and they all die. And yeah. He's just out. So the giant ones who are going through the barrier kills most of the general's people. It destroys shit. It shuts down the prison. Um, and then the gang, like, they get split up because mm. uh, they're do- they have to do a bunch of stuff. Like, Aki and uh, Gray run away from, uh, like, the phantoms because they have to go... I don't remember what their missions are. Oh, were. yeah. So so at that whole part, basically, they're the entire group, this is like the real Final Fantasy moment where you have all the members of the party, they're squatting up, and they're trying to escape. They're, I guess they're trying to escape because, like, the, the whole city is going into, like, like you know, a frenzy because of all the, uh, the phantoms attacking. They're trying to escape, and, you know, Steve Buscemi, his character, does, like, this, this maneuver where... He's like, all right, guys, it's going to be a bumpy ride or, you know, something to that extent. And he floors it. They, they like, jump over one of the monsters. And one of the casualties is actually, like, the soldier guy. He gets, like, stabbed. Ving Rhames. Ving, Ving Rhames' character, yeah. And and he's like, I don't want any medical attention. Just give me a gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, also, why are they, like, oh, I guess, like, at this point, they're, they're trying to I, they're, escape, yeah. Yeah, all the people are evacuating the city. Yeah, everyone's evacuating, and, um, you know, for them, I guess I guess they all have, like, little responsibilities. Like, the, the girl soldier has to get batteries to fly the, the thing. 
um, Gray has to like reorient the platform so they could um, fly out of there. Uh-huh. And then um, I totally forgot what uh, Aki and the uh, and the doctor are supposed to do, but they're you know they're doing stuff. Everyone's yeah. kind of doing something. The whole point <laughs> is to get everyone split up. Yeah. I guess. So um, I'm gonna just fast forward. Um, mm-hmm. Every one of Captain Gray's <laughs> people die. Yeah. <laughs> they just die. Yeah. <laughs> they just were not important to the story anymore. Yeah, they were just fodder characters yeah. in the end. And I was like, oh, okay. So they get on Aki's ship, like, in space. I think it was Aki, uh, the captain, and the old doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one more bo- point in space... Aki consoles Gray, mm-hmm. and then they kiss. Mm-hmm. And it was like the weakest console, uh, like consolement too. Like not like, like she could have said, "I'm so sorry for your." your yeah, wasn't it like a a wordlet. I didn't know if she was talking or crying, or I I couldn't really tell. Um, and I think that had more to do with like the animation. Um, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, obviously at, during that time period, <laughs> time period. Um, the animation is probably amazing still, but yeah. um, like I, I just couldn't tell what was going on until he started talking, and then I was like, okay, I guess they're you know she's consoling him, but oh yeah, they had no vocals yeah, at just, all. She was just like looking sad, and then he approaches her, and they hug it out, and then then they start talking. I'm like, oh, that's what was happening. There. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the general is in space. Um, he. Has he has the control of the uh, the Zeus? Um, yeah. Oh, laser. and there's also there's also a moment there uh-huh. where he's about to commit suicide too. I guess the, uh, the general because he remember how he had the gun and uh-huh. he was pointing it to his head, but then he decides last minute to not shoot himself and instead redirect it to the. Uh, he's like, you know what? Let's let's fire this missile after all, or let's uh, fire, let's nuke him out. Do you remember that scene? I don't remember. I guess I was looking down, taking notes. Oh, but. okay. So yeah, there's a scene there uh-huh. where um, I think it's exactly after the one that we were just talking about, where she consoles Gray, where you see him like flipping through bullets in his gun, and there's a close up of his face, and you see the gun like going out to his head. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. There's that scene, and then. After that, uh, and granted, he's in space, so you see, like, the bullet shells. They're kind of just floating around. And then you, there's a notification on his computer um, that kind of snaps him out. It brings him back to reality. And then he ditches his gun. He kind of pushes it away, like, okay, I'm not going to commit suicide. And then he he goes to his computer, and then um, the destination, is, it says Zeus. So uh-huh. he's going to the, um, he's going to the, the nuke. Uh-huh, essentially uh, so yeah. I, I think the whole point of that scene is just there was a second where he was going to give up but mm-hmm. you know the nuke presents itself and uh-huh. he's like we got to nuke it you know one does not simply not nuke the thing <laughs> so that was that whole thing um so the um the old doctor guy um he explains that the eighth spirit is in the crater. Yeah, the, the worst possible place it could be. Yeah, which is uh, where the the comet is, mm-hmm. uh, or the meteor is. They decide to finish the wave in the crater. Yeah. Which is, they kind of vaguely talk about this wave, but yeah. all I could, like, I was like, so how are you going to do this? The So eight spirits together, and then you put it in Gaia? Yeah, I that was really confusing because the way that they described it, and he's like, 
I could make a machine. Like, he didn't have anything prepared. It was kind of like spur of the moment. He's like, I can make a machine that'll make it so she could extract the spirit and you could use all eight right then and there. It was really convoluted, I think. If um, he couldn't make this machine, why didn't he do it at the beginning of this movie? That, so that's what confused me. I thought he'd have something already prepped, but it was kind of like, we're just going to do this plan. I'll make something on the go. They're kind of just like winging it. Yeah. And, and not in not a good way. In a way that's like, they they explicitly say like a bunch of times like, this is a one-way trip, by the way. <laughs> you, you do understand that, right? It's a one-way trip. And he's like, yeah, we're, you know, but we could do it. <laughs> yeah. We could do this. So the um, we come back to the general. He gets the access codes to the laser. Yes. And then they prep Zeus. And then we go. Uh, then we quickly go to the crater because mm. I guess they just they just land as soon as possible from space. Yeah, to- it's, it's video game logic. You just fast travel yeah. wherever you, wherever you want to go. Um, and the. Uh, so the doc explains that the eighth spirit is in the crater. Oh, oh shoot! Um, at the crater, they spot the spirit, which I didn't know what it was. I didn't see didn't, it. I don't think they ever mentioned it either. Yeah. It was just like a like a spirit roaming on like the periphery of everyone. They're like, yeah. all right, let's go get it. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then the general shoots a ray, like. As soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And destroys the eighth spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was, it was super convenient for the story to be like, oh, here's the stake. Here. Yeah. It's just like, um, and, then it, and then they never really explain like what happens when things get, uh, a, a spirit gets destroyed, you know? Yeah, I, I was also a little underwhelming because like you'd think like the doctor... The doctor would have freaked out, but he was just kind of like they destroyed it. Oh, I mean, I guess I guess he was just like he seemed like very uh, distraught, but he was kind of just I don't know. Life felt lifeless. Yeah. So um, and then the laser destroys a bunch of phantoms, and then a mega phantom comes out of the the oh the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very confused. Does that mean like the so the phantoms die? Or they get nuked and then they grow, they get added into this mega phantom. Yeah, that that was really, as with a lot of stuff in the, in the movie, it's very convoluted. But I guess that that's like the whole idea of when a, a soul dies, and this is like a motif in a lot of Final Fantasy yeah. games as well. You know, that it goes back into like the planet or the live stream. In this case, it's like the giant alien thing. Um, and then, I mean, they they mentioned earlier in the movie that you know when a soul dies, like it goes back to Gaia or the planet, right? Oh, remember, remember with yeah. like the so when she's kind of like explaining the spirits, she mentions like one of the spirits is a girl, like a seven year old girl. Oh yeah, and she was like so young, so ready to die. I, I was telling her she'd go back to the planet, uh, and then you know, fast forward, um, I didn't even put that together until just now, uh-huh. until you mentioned it. But I guess that's why the thing had grown to you know that let. let monstrous size because of all the um phantoms they had killed i guess i I mean maybe that's maybe that's what it was i don't even know that's the correct like the correct reason but um that you know it was a giant phantom it's starting to add up maybe we're both wrong and this is a perfect film (laughs) and we're too dumb dumb maybe it's the right interpretation i don't (laughs) i don't even know um 
so this mega uh, phantom is like wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. They keep firing at it yeah. as if not learning from their mistake. They're be, not. Be one, you know, one thing to note is that, you know how she's like, yeah, all these little phantoms are like humans, right? I don't think there was ever a point where the phantoms weren't like trying to kill stuff. They were, they always seem, even when she was like, yeah, they're like people or something, or in the dreams, at least they didn't, they didn't like kill her. But like the phantoms that, that were like, uh, like shown throughout the movie, they always seem aggressive and like ready to kill them. So I'm like, why? I, I felt like I was more on like the uh, the general side. It's like these guys are killing everybody. Yeah, there was like no communication. If they had yeah. like, like those <laughs> aliens had technology, so they could communicate. Yeah, like, like hey, we're just the way she kept trying to like defend them. It's is like they were never trying to start a war. They were confused and something and yeah. Uh, they were in the middle of a war, though. Yeah, I don't even know. It's like, what war? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the general, like, so uh, the mega phantom is, like, wreaking havoc. Yeah. Ca- uh, Captain Gray and Aki find Gaia in the Earth. It's they just it's, it's a, just right there. Yeah, it's a blue, you know, it's a blue massive. It looks like a blue spirit. If the, the big bad phantom is, like, a red one, Gaia is just a blue one. Why much. didn't Gaia do anything? I don't know. <laughs> it was just kind of chilling there at the bottom of the. the yeah, thing, the it was trigger. just like watching its earth, like its home, its like outer shell getting destroyed and stuff. Maybe it was like a selfish god, you know? Yeah. It was like absorbing all. It didn't these even things. have. It was just they didn't even like give it any characterization. It was just kind of floating there. It, it's like that's Gaia, and then the end. Um, the doctor is like, he agrees. He's like, yep, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, they never really, like, touch base on it again. Yeah. So, um, the general finds a way to be a little bitch and shoot some more. Like, he's just constantly, yeah. like, this will work one of these times. He's, yeah. He's, like, an idiot. Uh, and then Aki figures out that there's another ace spirit through a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was already lost way before yeah. that, but, you know, at that point, if I wasn't lost already, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. So in the dream, she finds out she's the final spirit. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. It's in okay. her. Uh, oh, okay. The spirit within. <laughs> yes. That, there you go. The, the, the namesake of the movie. Um, she turns on the wave slash shield with mm-hmm. all the pieces. Then all of a sudden, all the phantoms... Uh, like disintegrating, yeah. and then the general shoots one last time into Gaia herself. The explosion hits the general and kills him. That, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then oh man, <laughs> back on Earth, things look gross and dire. Yeah, it it the captain is dying. But Aki believes that they can make it with the wave still intact. They form a chain that uh, between her and him, like they're holding hands. And oh then he, yeah. He touches uh, the alien, uh, the red guy, the evil yeah, mega, the giant, yeah, that, mega fan. This, so this is this is like the um, what's his face, Captain Gray's big sacrificial yeah. moment. And I didn't know it was gonna lead up to that because. She was like, uh, or he was like, let me do this something, something, something. Let uh-huh. me save you like you saved me. I'm like, D- do you have, does it have to come to that? Like, isn't there another way? Or Yeah, no. Um, 
but no. So he had, she was like, he's pretty much the conduit. Yeah. And then he, you know, the Phantom did the thing, the bad thing to him. <laughs> yeah. So um, they shoot, uh, I guess through him, this chain happens reaction where it ends the alien, fan, the mega phantom. And then the captain dies to save her. And then, um, <laughs> and I guess the phantoms get sat, sent back into space. I think oh. I I can't remember. This is very late. <laughs> um, a blue phantom goes uh goes through the doctor. Yeah. Um, and he says, "Ah, it's, it's warm." warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what I thought. I I was like, "Oh, so he's alive." That that was my initial reaction when I saw him because I when when like the giant nuke like went off. Uh-huh. I. They didn't really touch base on whether he died or not. Yeah, so I was like, he was just there. Yeah, he's just there to color our, I guess, fill in the blanks for yeah. us. And the thing is, like, I thought he would have died. He would have been one of the first ones to die. You know, if anything, not you know, not counting uh, Captain Gray or like his uh-huh. men. But I thought the old guy was gonna, or you know, the doctor was gonna die. But you know, lo and behold, he's like one of the last he, men standing. He's definitely the one of the last men standing because. Yeah. Um, uh, Gray and Aki gets pulled to the surface. Mm-hmm. She sees a bird flying, and then we get to fly along with that bird through Earth, and that is the end of the movie. Mm. Roll the credits. <laughs> God, they got it. I'm so happy that it ended. <laughs> oh, um. Anyways, let's take a break. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, it's warm. We're back after this much-needed break. I feel, mm-hmm. like, recuperated. Like, I believe in spirits again. Yeah. <laughs> I needed that. You need you need to rejuvenate yeah. your spirit with some water. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this point, we do our trailers. And I'll go first, Jay. Mm-hmm. In a world where there's this older guy... And in the middle of, like, a, like, pretty shitty Earth, after a a comet with aliens uh, attached to it, fall down to Earth and destroys everything. He basically reinvents himself in this new world. He used to be a priest that was losing faith, (laughs) and then he became a doctor in this new world and decides to pretend like his uh, like his religion is really what science is but throughout this he meets his ingenue this ingenue doctor who like she just got she was like 30 years prior she was kind of like studying medical stuff so now she's kind of a doctor I guess but she listens to him with every word throughout the film he question he again questions his faith but then by the end of it he gets renewed because he was right because they were ghosts and there are spirits in this world this is final fantasy the spirits within nice yay <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> okay your turn so it, it 
Am I describing the movie or? Like whatever movie you want. What I want it to it. be? Okay. In a world based on Final Fantasy VII, but not actually based on Final Fantasy VII, two individuals named Aki and Grey, two old flames meet up in the middle of a phantom war and look to rekindle their lost love. But stuff gets in the way. Phantoms get in the way, and there's this old doctor that that's trying to cock-block Aki, but she's not going to let that stop her. Cause she, she's all about gray. She's all about that gray dick. She's all about the gray dick. <laughs> <laughs> and along the way, gray's homies pop up you know, you have you have Steve Buscemi as comic relief and Bing Rames to, to help Wingman. In the end, will Grey get with Aki? Find out on the next episode of Final Fantasy Spirits with Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> um, anyways, we're at the close. Um, do you have anything to plug? You guys, if you guys want to check me out, again, Mary mentioned uh, my name is Jay Kraken. Everyone calls me Jay, but I produce music and do YouTube stuff. Yes. You can check me out anywhere if you just look up J-Kraken. Yeah, on um, Instagram and Twitter and like oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, yep. Um, and you can follow me at Mary HB Win Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the show. Um, we're like all our stuff. It is on our website, inaworldpod.com. We have our social media and stuff. And then like, subscribe, rate, review, tell people about our show. We're getting a little bit of buzz, but like every word counts. Let's get us. those Twitter retweets. Yeah. And like, like iTunes. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the iTunes is the most important, like those reviews. Um, oh, and nice. rate us five stars would be great. Anyways. Thank you very much. Have a good night. In a world. In a world podcast.